The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death, I fear. Something terrible has happened. Young Skywalker is in pain. Dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Jedi, Sith, you know the routine, to another edition of the new Force Order for Life. That's right! That wasn't a sound bite. We got him. He's here with us today. He's off on good behavior. The Sith ghost is no more because the Sith Lord is with us. He's among us. That's right. Introduce yourself, sir. In the flesh and blood, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Dark Lord of the podcast, the Sith Ari, the Rampaging Revenkiss, the Butcher, your boy Spiro, a.k.a. Darth Spiridon. I am his wingman tonight. I am a professional wrestler extraordinaire, champion in a galaxy far, far away, multi-time current champion in four different promotions. You can call me Greeky Four Belts. You can call me Greek God Papadon. You can call me a Star Wars aficionado. Or you could just call me GGP. But last, not least in anyone's hearts, the man, the myth, the legend with the PhD in toy collecting, the guy who is so jet lagged that boy, his arms are tired because he just jerked off two pilots the whole way home. Introduce yourself, sir. They both are named Todd and Todd, by the way, our pilots. Uh, I am. Smarter than 2-1-B, more technical than FX7, the god of stealing thunder. And the dude who's going to get up in your guts just like Boba did to Fennec, Dr. Destroyo, Alex Ferreira. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. That wasn't even a three-hour delay. That was great. I love it. Fennec Um, Shand, man, the the perfect girlfriend, I think, you know? (laughs) That's yeah. Doc's fucking She's got a mechanical uterus. I'm, I'm down with that. That's exactly. it. Can't, can't get her pregnant. She'll do anything for you. 
57 years old, dude. No way. Yeah, dude. Her and Tamara Morrison's, I think, 60 or 61. You don't look it, dude. They look great. It's good to fucking uh, live in uh, another world and fucking have money. I, I will I will KY that till the till the cows come home. You, you're wow. gonna need fucking KY Dextron three fucking all all that shit, man. WD forty. Yeah. So so let me ask you something, Spiro. Yes. How is it a day in the life on Exegol in the Sith Witness Protection Program? Let all the viewers know. Well, all the listeners. Everybody's dead, so it's boring, man. You know? Oh, so you're into necrophilia. I see. Uh, well, you know, I, I wasn't going to make that public, but, you know, <laughs> here, here we are. You got to keep warm somehow. You thought you, th- you thought they smelled bad on the outside. Dan. Hang on, kid. This may smell bad, kid. Anyhow, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Listen, right, man, right. it's not that bad. I was born and raised in Elmhurst, so it's a similar smell, you know? Yeah, so you've banged a few dead hookers. <laughs> no, no, no comment. So, Spiro, since you're a game guy, I want to ask you something. Did you did, Have you seen the trailer for the Star Wars Eclipse? No, my God, yes. Did it oh, give yeah. you a chubby? Big time, man. It gave me the chubbies, the chillies, the willies, the fillies, <laughs> everything, man. Uh, it looks good, that... but, uh, you know, man, trailers can be deceiving. But, I mean, did it do its job? Yes. It got me excited, yeah. Well, here's the deal. Uh, it, just like Doc, it came early. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, the issue with this game now is that Eclipse appears to be uh, still at an extremely early stage, the story is still being written, and um, this team in Montreal is working on the gameplay by Ryan the- Johnson. <laughs> oh, shit. He just he just went from twelve to six real quick. Oh man, it's cold out there. <laughs> um, the team in Montreal. <laughs> he went from an Audi to an innie. Um, <laughs> The team in Montreal is still working on the prototype for the gameplay. Um, they're trying to draw some inspiration from The Last of Us. I don't. I've never played that game. I don't know if you're familiar with that. If that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'll get your take in a second. Um, supposedly, this game, Eclipse, Star Wars Eclipse, is the first video game to be set in an uncharted region of the Outer Rim during the High Republic era. And that was told to us by um, Quantum Dream, which is supposed to be the company that's making it. But is that a good thing that they're taking inspiration from The Last of Us? Are you familiar with that game, Spiro? Yes. Um, I have not played it. I've seen gameplay video. I've seen others play it in front of me. 
Uh, it's a good thing, I think. It's a good thing. It's a little bit ambitious. Um, you know, you can't make everybody happy. So I'm pretty sure some people are going to be crying. Well, why couldn't they come up with something new, fresh and innovative? What's, fuck you, man. You know, think about this. It's, it's, it's an intense game. It's an intense game that challenges you, um, that, that, that can challenge your intestinal fortitude. Um, I don't know if you guys are, f are familiar with the story, but there was this big controversy about the ending. It, it 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 was a bit violent and gory, you know. Um, um, I don't know. Wait, wait, the, going... end, the ending of the the trailer with the when, no, when the guy oh, showed. No, sorry, no the 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 Last of Us, which I believe oh. they're also turning it into an HBO series. I think. Yeah, Pedro, Pica Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Really? Oh yeah. wow. Okay. He's playing what the uncle Luke or whatever Uncle Bo Duke. I don't know what the fuck. That well, is. I, I'm I I don't want to spoil his fate. But um, he dies. Yes, ho horribly. But um, listen, man. Um, here here is the thing. What exactly are, are they trying to draw? Are they trying to draw in inspiration from its gameplay, or are they trying to concoct a Star Wars game that's gonna smack you in the field, smack you, and just you know? I mean, are we gonna have a Star Wars game? that the fickle fandom is going to break down and fucking bitch about and, and writing, complain about that was too much. That was too, too hard. That was too this or too that, uh, you know, whatever. I can't wait. I can't wait. How dare you, sir? The star Wars you know, fans never complain about anything. How dare you? I'm sure that we're going to talk about this, but <laughs> the book of Boba Fett, are, are people not crying about that shit, bitching about that? But listen, guys. No, <laughs> no, no one's no one's complaining. Just like they didn't complain about the sequel trilogy. Just like they didn't complain about the prequels. Just like exactly. they didn't complain about the, the special editions. Just like they didn't complain about books or comics or gameplays or anything in between. This is the most united fandom in the world. Uh. Right. <laughs> But if you wanna if if you wanna talk about some good news coming our way, man, as far as Star Wars gamers, is that they just resurrected Lucas Arts. Aha, good segue because now yeah. there's talks that there's going to be multiple Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic games in development. And now we're not talking about the remake by Biosphere, right? Or Bioware, whatever the name of the company Bi is. Bioware, yes. Bioware. But there's Another game being worked on, they're saying, and they're not saying who's taking care of it. They don't know who it is. They don't know what it's entailing. I have no idea, but I just figured I'd throw it to you because this definitely, you know, whets your appetite since you're a big mark for the non-canon stuff. So, Well, for, for the non-canon. It took him five minutes to, to bury you for the... The man, I'll tell you, man, you know, this is the welcoming that I get. Love it. Listen, man, um, he, here is the thing, right? It's, it's, it's non-canning stuff that's slowly being re reworked and regurgitated in some other weird fashion. But anyways, the whole Lucas arts thing is a, is a, a good thing. Um, I don't know too much about it. I don't think anybody knows too much about it they they were just announced this past week i think but a lot of great games came came from them 
And LucasArts was smart in choosing and picking and choosing what developers would work on their games. Um, you know, so I'm hoping, okay, yes, we are getting a, a bunch of Knights of the Old Republic games, but I'm going to say this and you guys are going to think I'm fucking crazy, but we don't need a million games based on Revan, okay? I think it's Ooh. time... Oh, I'm sorry, Raven, Raven, Raven. Um, as as he will be known in the new canon. Well, let me um, ask you this real quick. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not. Not who? Not Raven, because <laughs> he ain't canon. <laughs> you see, sometimes in life, we make our own choices. Sometimes, a choice is made for us, and sometimes, there is no choice. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Raven, yes. Um, sh shout out to uh, Chris. Um, yeah, so listen, man. You know, I'm expecting better decisions to be made as far as these games go, as far as who makes them, because EA, EA, you know, they can make a, they can put on, they can create a beautiful game, but at but at the core of it, it's gonna be a money grab above all else, and it's a, you know, unashamed fucking money grab, and it sticks out like a Thor thumb that it's nothing but a money grab, like Battlefront, you know. Speaking about money grabs, what you guys think about episode five of Boba Fett? Book of Boba Fett. Oh, well, episode one of season three of Mandalorian. <laughs> episode 15 of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah chapter 17. <laughs> I wasn't aware that there was uh, an episode last week. Um, I got a little confused. I thought that the new season of Mandal started, you know. But what did I think about it? I thought it was a great episode until he got to Brooklyn. I mean, Tatooine and he uh, got listen, himself a fucking tricycle. Listen, Tatooine you know? is much better than Brooklyn because you can find parking in Tatooine. And <laughs> you can't find parking internet. in Brooklyn. <laughs> and better fucking internet. Uh, yeah, definitely. Apparently. Turn off the baby monitor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, man, uh, what, what can we say about that show? Honestly, I don't think it's that bad. I understand some of the gripes. I don't think it's that bad. Um, I, I I still enjoy it. Uh, the first half of episode five was fucking amazing. Um, the other half had its moments, you know. What about you, Doc? Did you like the episode? Uh, I thought it was dope. Um, <laughs> from the very beginning, when he strolls in the door through the uh, through the rocky meat house over there. Um, yeah. I could bring you in warm, or I could bring you in cold. It was Mando of old with the dark saber. It was great. I loved it. Minus that's that, Grogu, that's, so, that's, you know. that's what uh, Spiro tells the corpses on uh, on uh, Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I could plow, I could plow you warm, or I could plow you cold. <laughs> Either we fuck it or I'm fucking. Um, <laughs> listen, man, I'm very warm blooded. So if it's cold, it's not a bad thing, you know. <laughs> uh, I thought it opened amazing. I thought it was yes. A great opening shot. You know, he's fighting the Clatoonians over there and uh, split that dude in half. And he, it was vicious. Um, 
we saw him with his non-control of the dark saber at the very very beginning when he when he clipped his own leg. I love the fact that he gave the uh, you know the homeboys in the back a chance to run and a chance to kind of mm-hmm. like you know take the money, which is very Brooklyn. Um, and then he finds the the uh, the the, uh, the covert, and it's just John Favreau as the heavy the heavy duty Mandalorian and the on the armor left. And that whole interplay between power between them was great. I thought it was awesome. But 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 why did he why did he have to tell her that he took his helmet off for? He could be like, nah, I don't do I don't do that shit. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? I was like, shut up, dude. And he what he the got, fuck he, are you doing? He got the Mandalorian. <laughs> um and then they're sending him to like, you know, the pits of the bowels of uh, of of Mandalore to, you know, regain his testicles, I guess. I'm gonna pull which, him out of his wife's purse. Which don't even exist anymore, supposedly, yeah. right? So uh, a lot of awesome parts, you know. We 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 saw a little bit of um, Terminator in the uh, in the Mandalorian yeah. for the uh, the, the night. That of was a tears. beautiful shot, dude. Yeah, it was great, Amazing. but it was ripped straight from James Cameron. I, I don't care. It was a beautiful shot. We saw and your then, favorite K two S O droids. Yep, and they were they, as the Terminators, and uh, and then like Spiro says, we we get to Tatooine, I, I, and you could see the comedy already coming when he rolls up to the to the little like you know the the bus. And he's got to give up all his weapons, which I thought was actually kind of funny. Um, and then he sits staring lovingly out the window to outer space. And then we land a tattoo and then we got Rhea Perlman over there who's, uh, you know, doing the comedy with, with everything as Elmer Fudd walking around trying to hit the womp rat. Dude, um, I thought she was great, though. She was great. As much as Spears going to give a shit for it, it's a, it's a point in Mando's life that he needs to get past and get a new ship and go from there. Am I in total agreement with him having an N1 Naboo Starfighter? Uh, He's not going to keep that shit. It's fast, but is it the ship that he needs to be a bounty hunter? No, no. but is he still going to be a bounty hunter? That remains to be seen. He's not going to, that shit's not, that ship's not going to last because he can't hold any cargo on that ship. He can't carry his bounties. Quick question. What's up? Sorry, man. But when we went to see The Rise of Skywalker, wasn't the Razor Crest in it? Or that, or that was just fucking fans online, you know. There was a Razor Crest. Okay. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the same Razor Crest. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Just like in episode three, we saw, we thought we saw the Millennium Falcon, but they're saying it wasn't a Millennium Falcon. It was another YT freighter similar to it. So. Ah. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. But um, I like the episode. Um, It kind of got this. I mean. The thing that upset me the most about the entire episode was it was so goddamn good compared to the rest of the fucking episodes. Yes. It just shows me that, fuck, man, they could have done this every episode, and they didn't. That's the only gripe I had with it. Um, and Mando's more Boba than Boba's Boba right now. I was just going to say that. Yep. Mando's still I, the show. I, uh, I had the distinct honor of being on the Sith Council to talk about this with Christian Harloff. And uh, Stephanie Sabra and oh uh, yeah, how'd that go? That went well. Like plugged the show, had the T-shirt on, and you know got a few thousand views. So hopefully we will get some new audience members. Nice. Um, but we had a good time, and uh, you know thanks to Christian, I offered them the opportunity to come onto this show, uh, oh. and we'll set it up in the future. They're um, scared. Uh, <laughs> um, reached out to some other guy today named Star Wars Fanatic on 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 YouTube, uh, and uh, he may come on. Um, so we'll see, but anyhow, um, look, man, yeah. just, just, just tell him, look, that, that guy that goes by the name, Darth Spirit on the butcher, you know, these days he comes and goes, don't worry, you know, he may not be <laughs> yeah. there. He won't be there. It's fine. Yeah. You're safe. 
Now we told that Darth Skippy's coming on next week. No, I'm kidding. Oh yeah, I'm I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> I'll be. Oh, uh, anyhow. Um. So yeah, I thought that I thought the episode was dope. Um. Now here's a quicker. Are we gonna see Luke and Man- and, and Grogu next episode? Or are they gonna hold it up till the end of uh, the beginning of season three, episode one of of Mando? And people are gonna be pissed. What if? Oh. <laughs> what if? Yes, Sorry, man. What if this whole thing leads to fucking, you know, Din getting lightsaber training from from Luke? That'd be dope. To be honest with you, that guy who played Luke, Max, whatever his name was, he yeah, was he the X wing pilot. Yep. Oh, okay. Not the, the uh, not, not the Asian one, not Appa not from Appa. Uh, Kim's, convenience. Kim's convenience. But who I would love um, to have on our show, dude. Holy shit, we would have a good time with him. Yeah, he he he'd be hilarious. Um. I read something online, excuse me, that um, someone speculating that the dark saber is going to fall into Boba's hands. Oh, I said, oh, excuse me, hello. I said that. How many how many shows ago did I say that? And he's going to be the, yes. the, the the true heir of Mandalore because yes. if you listen to what the armor says when she talks about you know legend, um, she says you know it's prophesized that the 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 the, 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 bear, the, the bear of the dark saber will. Ride on a mythosaur, and the first time we ever saw Boba Fett was in the holiday special. Well, was he riding a mythosaur? Um, but now they're potentially prophesizing that the mythosaur is going to be the rancor that Boba has. So there's some some th- loose threads out there that are getting tied together. Um, is it by overzealous fans or is it by people who are really really paying attention? Um, I guess we'll find out shortly. A little bit of both, I think. But can I just say this, man? I I feel that that the last shot that we got that that scene that post credit scene that we got from the last season of the mandalorian should have been the finale of the first season of the book of boba you know they sh- should have spent this whole time building his ascension instead of just him showing up one day sh- shooting this guy i don't know man I, I i don't think they've 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 done a good job with their writing i mean Again, I don't think the show is as bad as everybody makes it, but it does have its issues. You know, we we touched base on this the last show. Um, this is what I said. I said that that's one of the issues. They gave us such a dope ass end credit scene, season two of Mandalorian. They gave us such a kick ass Boba in season two of Mandalorian on top of the post credit scene. And then we have Robert Rodriguez when he was doing all the interviews with all the outlets, uh, online correspondence and all this stuff, saying that the show is all killer, no filler. So the expectation was set and unfortunately has not been met yet. And that's its own downfall. Um, The show itself, I like it. I don't love it. And I'm a huge Boba Mark, as you know, just like Doc is. Do I like the way that the character has become? Yeah. I like the fact that he's that he's mellowed out a little in his old age, but at the same time, he still needs to realize who the hell he is and has to realize he can't escape for who he, you know, from his past and what he truly is, and that's a killer. And that you know he has to start stepping up at his uh, his, a, his a game and start blasting motherfuckers and shooting people left and right in order so people can respect him. You know, uh, fear lasts a lot longer than respect. You know, it's a much stronger tool. The government uses it all the time. But anyway, I digress. Um, did you know the opening scene uh, with the meat locker, uh, 
I, first of all, when I saw it, it thought, I thought of Saw right away. The horror movie yeah. Saw. So I got that vibe. I thought that was cool. Um, uh, but the actual slabs of meat are tauntauns. And the reason why they're tauntaun meat is because uh, one of the guys who was working on Star Wars 1313, I, I forgot his name. Uh, his last name was Parker, not Peter. But he, he said that that scene from the butcher shop was taken from Star Wars 1313. And then obviously the game never came out. And they incorporated it into the show. And instead of Boba going in there kicking ass, it was Mando. So they took one Mandalorian out, put it in another. And that's what we have. So I thought it was pretty cool that they were using unused situations from another uh, piece of lore regarding that. But also, uh, Doc mentioned about the heavy sword. And there's a little throwback to Rebels. I don't know if you guys were familiar with this. But in Rebels, Season 3, Episode Trials of the Darksaber, it shows Sabine training with Kanan. And uh, upon igniting the saber, Sabine says how the dark saber feels heavier than she thought. And then Kanan explains why, according to to the runaway Jedi, uh, the dark saber is considerably harder to wield than your average lightsaber. Energy constantly flows through the crystal. You're not fighting with a simple blade as much as you are directing a current of power. Your thoughts, your actions, they become energy. They flow through the crystal as well and become part of the blade. Another one, someone who lacks the control and acceptance of, of their thoughts and feelings or those with an undisciplined fighting style will find the dark saber heavier to hold as of all the inner baggage channels through the blade, weighing it down. I thought that was dope. What are your take, boys? I think that's awesome, man. I think I think it's cool to see that there's this weapon. It's it's not something crafted by a Jedi. I mean, you know, when I say Jedi, of course, Vizsla, the first Mandalorian Jedi, was a Jedi, not a Sith. It was a Mandalorian. Um, you know, I I I think it's great. I I think it also adds something to uh, the character. You know, every individual that that wields it, I mean, it's it's going to mean something. It's going to present a different challenge. Yeah, um, it's definitely a cool aspect of it. But my only kind of gripe right now is that it seemed that Moff Gideon really had the handle on it. And he didn't seem to be bothered at all by the weight of the blade. So, uh, you know, we saw him whip it out a few times, especially in that one scene where he he fought Mando. For the dark saber, so, and he didn't seem like he was having a hard time. That's but, a very uh, they good need point. To explain, they need to explain. They need to explain that one to me. A southern brother packs too much meat, so you know. That's right. I'm used to swinging around big, black, heavy things. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sean Carlos Esposito. Um, well, look, man, maybe maybe it's because of that because they they did explain that. Well, not because he has big fucking black meat, you know what I'm saying, but because he. <laughs> because he has a very disciplined way of thinking fighting style he's he's completely accepted that he's this ruthless killer 
So he views the dark saber as an extension of, of his ways, of his self. And maybe that's why the dark saber just fucking fell into his hands and, you know, feels right. You know? That's plausible. I, t- I allow it. That's, uh, makes sense. More sense than the sequel trilogies, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever wonder why a Beskar spear can pierce Mandalorian armor, but why, while a lightsaber cannot? It's did like, that thought uh, crush your mind? Adamantium versus adamantium. I mean, it's, just, it's, just, it's the same density. It's the same, you know, yeah. it because it's be Beskar, to, yeah. Exactly. It should be able to pierce. Is there a different reason why I'm missing here? No, the person who wrote the article says the uh, Beskar is a rare material, um, so leading many Mandalorians to forge their Beskar suits uh, with uh, Beskar alloy, mixing it with durable metal with more common materials, such as Durasteel. The armorer notes that Din Djarin's spear is made with an unprecedented level of Beskar purity, suggesting that even the best Mandalorian armors aren't completely pure. For this reason, the spear's ability to puncture Mandalorian armor suits makes sense, since the Beskar would be more diluted than the spear. So, I thought that was a pretty good explanation. I'd buy it for a dollar. So, question. What do you guys think uh, he made uh, Grogu? Do you think it's chainmail? Do you think it's a helmet? Do so you think it's a pauldron? What do you guys think he made? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small little dildo. <laughs> you, you think it's the lightsaber handle? I don't know, man. To me, it looked like a bunch of fucking cock rings and shit. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we saw her pour the chain. I mean, and it was it looked like chain links from over there. She handed him in a small little bag that seemed to be moving around. So you, one would assume that it was potentially going to be like Section. a chain mail or something like okay. that. So it's going to be like Big Papa Pump, but fucking yeah. Grogu? <laughs> doing his man. Holla, if you hear me, he's doing his math. I got a 67.6% chance of winning the world. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous. Um, I saw somebody uh, do a meme. It was like, what should I, uh, what should I forge for the foundling Grogu? And it was Amanda. He was like, he likes balls. <laughs> I popped. Oh, I popped. Uh, it was, uh, did, did you guys notice? I didn't notice until I watched it the second time. When he's flying in the ship and he's holding the bag that she gave him, it looks like Grogu's face. Yeah. yeah. You see the middle yeah. part? He's, his ears kind of protruding out. I was like, oh, that was a cool little, like, a. Uh, and and if you know, you also noticed someone told me this and mentioned this 
to me, which I didn't pick up the first time around. Uh, in the concept part, the person in the uh, the the child sitting on the uh, you know the Q five bus in outer space was supposed to be a human child, but they replaced it with a Rodian because the Rodian's a green alien. It kind of reminds him of of Grogu, and that's when oh. he looks down at the fucking the, the the package, and he's you know that's shaped like Grogu, and you know there you go. Anyhow. Let's not get too artsy fartsy here, like a fucking Darren Aronofsky's film. But um, do you guys know Bad Batch is coming out possibly May 4th? Because it's a window opened about spring 2022. That's going to be the release window. So they're saying that May 4th, the last day of Moon Knight is going to be May 4th. The first day of Bad Batch is going to be May 4th. Now, I was hoping we get Kenobi earlier. But now they're saying Kenobi might be coming out in June. So, what are your thoughts? I'm excited. Just as, long as, just, as long as Disney keeps giving us things back to back to back, I'm happy. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can't wait, man. Bad, Bad Batch was, uh, they were the breakout stars of, of the last season of Clone Wars. And uh, their show was, was fucking great. And I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see... Where they go? Oh, I got a whole plethora of laundry list right here that we can go through right now. That's gonna be fucking some good information. First and foremost, let's uh, let's address the elephant in the room, and that elephant being Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, uh. Not because she gained weight, and not because she never forgets, because obviously she doesn't know her Star Wars. But <laughs> Star Wars is doubling down on Indiana Jones, Willow. I'm sorry, not Star Wars. Lucasfilm is doubling down on Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and Willow as the studio drops other projects. They dropped Children of Blood, which is a book that Kathleen Kennedy wanted to do as a side project. And now Paramount has it. And uh, uh-huh. they're doing it in, in favor of producing 10 new Star Wars shows. All right. If this was her decision, I fucking love her. But it's not. I don't think it is because she was gung ho about this blood and thing, this blood and that 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 whatever the fucking Children's of Blood book that came out. It's supposed yeah. to be like the next uh, Hunger Game type of style of movie. Oh, Jesus. But um, it's about now these girls getting their period. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rory Ross. But, but the kicker is, is that they they don't identify as girls. Gotcha. Rory Ross identify it as anything. Rory Ross, you guys know who that is? Not Bob Ross. Is that, Rory is Ross. That, who's that? Scooby Doo? No. Rory Ross. Scooby Snash. I love you, Scooby. Um, uh-huh. He's an actor on Obi Wan Kenobi. Now, what's he doing? He played a Tuscan Raider on the Book of Boba Fett, uh-huh. and he'll be playing. He'll be playing. <laughs> who was it? <laughs> Helen Keller. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know why Helen Keller is such a bad driver? (laughs) Because she's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, the greatest meme, the greatest meme I've ever said, Red, had a picture of Helen Keller, and it has her saying, well, at least I'm immune to flashbangs. <laughs> That's fucked up. 
<laughs> We're going to hell. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tremendous. All right. Rory Ross was a Tuscan Raider in the, in the Book of Boba Fett, but he's playing a stormtrooper in Kenobi. Now, he was beaming with excitement when he spoke to Slash Films about his second appearance in the Star Wars series. He, and this is what he quotes. They quoted him saying, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really, really cool having the connective tissue between the prequels and A New Hope. And just understanding where Obi-Wan been and what's happening, story-wise, I think the fans are going to enjoy that. I think just going to be a really great time. And I think a lot of the fans are like, where's the trailer? What's happening? I think the big part of it is Lucasfilm is trying to make sure that it's as polished as possible so that when it comes out, it's not going to have that Game of Thrones moment where there's a coffee cup in the corner that they missed or something like that. It's going to have a lot of love that's poured into it, and it's just going to hopefully blow people's minds and just really enjoy seeing what's going on. So basically, he's saying that the trailer is going to blow people away. Okay. That's news. You know what they say? All killer, no filler. Next. Exactly. Yeah, but look, um, man, this this series, probably of, of all the series, Star Wars series that I know of that are coming out, this one has the most potential to piss everybody the fuck off. Because it's not going to meet expectations? Uh, listen, man, we, you know, fans tend to set their expectations through the fucking roof. Uh, I think that most fans are fucking spoiled. We've We've been spoiled with all this fucking Star Wars, whether good or fucking bad. Um, but you know, for many years, there's been hype. People have been wanting this, the same thing with fucking Boba, but with Kenobi, I think that if they drop the ball on this, forget about it, man. It's going to be fucking, uh, fucking hell. Well, details regarding Kenobi and Ando has dropped as well. Now, according to this article, Andor will be very, very dark. And no use of the volume whatsoever in the show, which I find very strange considering how cost effective volume is. They're saying the Kenobi will shock the audiences for years to come, and that Kenobi is being billed as the biggest Star Wars event of the past few years <laughs> and the next few years also. Well, there we go. That's, uh, man, they need to deliver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know this when you is can... the problem you know we're sitting back on the on the rodriguez stuff when he talked about boba how again all through the no filler um and it's been a lot of filler so i, I i'm sorry but i'm at the point where i'm not trusting all these press junket bullshits and know what people say you're gonna show it to me i'm gonna come in fucking cold i'm not gonna listen to any bullshits happening there i'm gonna judge it based on myself darth maul series coming to disney plus this is, oh, a, this is live action, right? Live action, yes. Okay, wait a minute. I take it back. This one has probably the most fucking potential to really piss everybody off. Uh, why is that? Because it's more. You don't think it's gonna be good? No, I'm no. I I'm not saying whether it's gonna be good or not, but but I think that if you really want to, you know, disappointment wise, the factor with this one is is greater if 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 they drop the ball on mall you know I, I think you know then then it's a done you know you know how i would book the series no i would book the series like this and this just came into my mind i would book it with him 
taking over Crimson you, Sun? You, you would book it in two parts. The upper half and the lower half. <laughs> Terminator say, legs or fucking spider legs? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan legs, baby. <laughs> no legs. God, no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> fucking. So I would book it to where it shows him taking over the Black Sun and hit a Crimson Dawn, I mean, and then him being the head of the, the gangster families and then him training Kira. And in the la- if it's going to be a miniseries and not only, only one season, the last episode shows Kira betraying him and dropping him off on Moraband, where he's laying in the cut where he meets Ezra and it takes off from, from Rebels. And that's how we realize how he gets out to Moraband. Uh, because they either dropped him off there, or he he somehow escaped the clutches of death at Kira's hands and got the fuck out of Dodge in an escape pod and landed on Moraband. Um, I I I I I got a better idea. Listen, okay, it starts off with Darth Maul in a back to tank, and he's having flashbacks of what happened to him when Kenobi <laughs> cut him in half. Uh, but then it's intermixed with him taking over a crime syndicate. And being like trying to change his life, and then it goes back to those flashbacks of him inside the back. It's like one more thing. I think it's one brilliant. Thing, but he's he's taken in by a tribe of Ewoks. Oh shit! It's even better. <laughs> well, you know, no, no, he, you know, it's Gungans because he he got cut in half on Naboo. Ah, okay, all right. <laughs> He'd be as tall as the Ewoks. <laughs> Misa, 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 gonna give you spider legs, Mister Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tauli. Speaking of Misa, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, breaking news, guys. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw this this photo. I don't know if it was photoshopped. It was um, the Book of Boba Fett, like, you know, the IMDb thing where it shows how many episodes everybody's been in. And one of them had Ahmed Best one episode. Oh, and shit. we know who Ahmed Best played. Well, to, since you're going down the IMDb fucking rabbit hole... It just reported today that episode seven of the Book of Boba Fett on IMDb has Harrison Ford listed on there. Really? Yeah. So the the oh, only you, issue, Spiro, did you hear that? I think Papa Don's dick just got hard. Uh, <laughs> I, listen, the only problem with IMDb is that anybody can go on there and put whatever they want on there. We could say the Doc showing up in episode seven, and people will be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Um, Anthony Dianos showed up. Um, there's rumors he's going to be playing uh, in Kenobi with R2-D2, but the, he recently posted a picture of him in motion capture. Uh, and they saying finally a suit that fits. And people are speculating this is going to be something to do with that series, A Droid's Tale, that's supposed to be a some epic quest with him, R2-D2, and an unnamed character. I don't know who the character is. Maybe it's the little girl from Caravan of Courage. I have no idea. Oh, your, your 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 thoughts, guys? So so they're making a, a series for C three PO and R two. Yeah, I think it's animated. I could be wrong. Oh, animated? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what, man? I, I mean, the bat. It's gonna be cute. I guess it's it's gonna have laughs in it. I mean, sure. You know. I think those two are perfectly suited for an animated series, and you can make that animated series from now. Until eternity. And it'll be fine. Bring it on. Why? What's better than Star Wars, guys? More fucking Star Wars. 
that's not directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Every time we have a Ryan da- Johnson diss, we should do a fucking shot. Um, oh, man. Next guys, time. Yeah, right? You guys think that uh, we're going to get a crossover event with all these shows at the end, culminating to a grand finale like in the theaters? Hmm. Do you think that's going to take place of the the Patty Jenkins movie in 2023 in December? <laughs> Who? Um, I, I think they are building towards something like, a, you know, the, they're using the Marvel stuff as a blueprint to get where they got to go. So um, we're seeing a potential Bo-Katan story uh, series. We're seeing a potential Ahsoka series. We know we got Boba. We know we got Mando. We got other things that are kind of building. You're cutting in and out, son. Building into massive, with some massive, massive level threat that's coming through. You just cut it on and out. We only heard every other word that you just said. So you have to repeat what you just said. Perfect. So I, I see them building to this massive extinction level event between the Bo-Katan series that they've potentially announced, the Ahsoka series, the Mando, the Book of Boba Fett. I'm sure other things are going to fall into this where they all got to get together and get busy. So um, you think they're going to fight the, the Gris? Marvel, the Gris? Yeah. Is that like uh, the the space between my asshole and my balls? Um, <laughs> That's supposed like to be like the new, the, the, the new Uzan Vong or whatever the fuck they yeah. the, they were in the uh, they were in the um, well, what's his name? Thrawn novels. Yeah, Thrawn. Sometimes my girl smells like Uzan Vong. <laughs> <laughs> I just got off a plane, so it probably does it right now. Um, but I think they shit, took a page on the bar. <laughs> out of the Marvel book and are, are, are going to do some kind of multi-tiered level event. <laughs> yeah, but do you think it's going to be the December 2023 movie release? Because they haven't taken that off the theatrical release uh, docket yet. So they're dropping a movie in December 2023 and no one knows what it is. And we have we recently reported that they're, they're filming shit at Pinewood Studios. You know? I think that's too soon, bro. Too soon. You know what, man? The thing I think about... too soon's a man in China, but that's just me. <laughs> the thing about these uh, crossover events and series is they feel, most of them feel like very generic. They feel like they just almost never live up to the expectations. Uh, I don't know, man. And I so, so basically like your typical Star Wars podcast? <laughs> Paint by numbers? Let me tell Check you, man, all the boxes this is... Stuff, make sure that everything's included? This is the best Star Wars fucking podcast. I don't know what anybody's talking about, um, but it, it, you know what? But I mean, okay, so so you have all these characters, and these are the fucking characters. There's nobody else out there more powerful than them, and we already know that there is somebody for every one of them more powerful. But these are the guys that that are gonna save the fucking galaxy. That's the problem. With all these shows, whether it's in the Arrowverse, whether it's in this or that, um, you know, it's like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, if, if it works, it works great, then I'll be happy. If it doesn't, I'll fucking watch it. Fuck it, you know? Yeah, I understand. Um, of course you got to watch it. Because you know what? It's fucking over. Yeah. And hey. speaking of over. Ladies and gentlemen, we do a segment on this show called Who is More Over? Now, before you get your panties in a bunch, before you have a heart attack 
like Red Fox. Elizabeth! Elizabeth! It's the big one! Uh, from Sanford and Son. Yes, I'm showing my age on that one. Um, I want to explain what over means. Over means popular. It's wrestling lingo. When a wrestler gets over with the crowd, he becomes popular. So we compare two aspects of Star Wars. It could be a person, a place, a thing. Doesn't necessarily matter. And we see who's more over with you guys. All six of our fans. And hopefully after my Sith Council appearance, we're up to like nine fans or 12 fans. But most importantly, what's more over with us? So, Doc, what is on the marquee tonight, my friend? On the marquee tonight, we do a little guard battle, okay? Rash uh, guard? Uh, a, ba- a battle of the guard. No, it's not the uh, the palace guard at, uh, at, at Buckingham. Uh, we got in one corner. In, in one corner, the crusher. Um... We have our buddies, our newly found friends, Boba Fett's right-hand uh, bacon, the Gamorrean Guards. Versus those uh, very slick, elite-looking, red-clothed, quiet guards that guard the Emperor, the Emperor's Royal Guards. I hear a new apprentice you have, Emperor. Or... Should I call you Darth Sidious? Master Yoda, you survived. Surprised? Your arrogance blinds you, Master Yoda. And what does the Let's bar? Go. What does the polls say? Let's go to the polls, okay? Polls, polls. Ooh, on Facebook, the. Gamorian guards got the shit beat out of them by the what? Uh, wow. by the by the, the uh, Emperor's yeah. Royal Guards, one hundred percent to zero. And we had wow. a lot of votes this week. Uh, Adam DeJane says only in the comics think we saw Royal Guards were badass. True. Um, so I'm putting them over. That would be a dope uh, Garland Plus series. The Royal Guards, or they'll do uh, the one. Was it um, Empire? What's it called? F- fuck, I can't remember. The the the, the Dark Horse comic. Okay, it'll come to me. That's what she said. Um, Holly Garland says, Hey, Crayola, reach up there with your staff of Ra. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what uh, that was in from um, uh, Robot Chicken. Anyway, moving on to the Insta Grizzle. Oh, wrong account. Hold on. That's my porno Shizzle, account. Okay. My nasal. All right. We got, ooh, a little closer here 58% to 42% the Royal Guards. Are over. Apparently, everybody likes the Royal Guards this week. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys can send an email regarding this segment, any other segment that we do on this show, or just an email to talk to us about Star Wars to newforceorder at yahoo.com. Now, this week's email that we're picking is from none other than Mr. Bum 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 himself, Brandon Miller. Hey, fellas. I got to go with the classic Royal Guards this week. 
despite the irony that they've been about as effective as guarding things as GGP is at pronouncing big words. How dare <laughs> you, sir? That's an enormous pop. Jesus. How dare you, sir? Their aesthetic appeal is still as striking as ever, even 30 years later. Which brings me to a point of contention with the Book of Boba Fett that I'm glad our resident doctor touched on last week. Boys, what the hell happened to the Gamorrean guards? They look more like Ninja Turtles than the guys we saw guarding Jabba in Return of the Jedi. Was the costume budget slashed to pay uh, to pay Tamora? From the Transdotions to the pig guards, the alien costumes almost feel like Comic-Con level of cheap at times. And for the first time, watching the Star Wars property, I'm way too aware that a person is under those costumes. I'm sure you guys agree with this criticism so far. I no. Do. I There's- do. There's just something wrong with the original. There's just something wrong when the original Gamorrean guard looks better back in the 80s. And for that unfortunate reason, I'm putting the Royal Guards over. Have a great week, fellas. Brandon. Well, Brandon, Mr. Bum Bum Bum, you like talking a lot of mierda, a lot of scata. Scata? Yeah, that's a lot of basura. I know. know. Of course you know. You like the taste of it. (laughs) Um, not all Gamorrean guards are built the same. And from what Doc said, and I'll buy this for a fucking shiny dollar, uh, they were eating a lot more when Jabba was in charge because Jabba ruled with fear. When you have a fucking placeholding Bib Fortuna who's just a, a, a figurehead sitting there, your Scott Oll is not coming in as much. And whatever's coming in is going to his fat ass and not to the Gamorrean guards. So they're going to look a little thinner. They're not going to look the same. I thought that was a great explanation, Doc. Yep. So that's my take on it. And to be fair, the Gamorrean guards that were in the palace when Boba went to go steal a ship looked even different, more different than the ones that those two that are his right hand now. So they all different looking. So even the ones that were wrestling or fighting with the with those uh, Vibrax, they looked even dif- different than what's. What's in the palace? So it's like yeah. they've had different different schematics. They don't all look the same. All humans don't look the same. I mean, let's be serious. So I think it's all part of that as well. Plus, they're also not as armored as the other Gamorrean guards were. So, you know, these these guys are more of the uh, svelte, you know, lean. Uh, you know, this is the, this is the lean cut of bacon. Yeah, they this, they look like action Turkey smash bacon. demolition. They do the design. You know, they're like the Gamorrean yep. action smash. <laughs> so anyhow. That's it. So he's picking the Royal Guards. All right, Spiro, you go first. All right, look, man, I I agree to to an extent, all right? Um, the Gamorrean Guards, but I, too, will buy for a dollar. Doc's explanation, I think it makes nothing but sense. So you got the Ganaria Guard and the Time of the Month crew. <laughs> um, listen, man, I, I like both. I think both have their fucking place. Uh, the Crimson Guard, the Royal Guard, whatever you want to call them. We don't see them. We haven't seen them that much. They look fucking great. Um, the Gamorrean Guard, put some clothes on those guys. That I mean, I fucking get it. Maybe they, they want to go for a more savage appeal. I don't know, you know. Um, but 
I'm sure they still have some armor somewhere. Um, but here's the thing about about being over. It's not always necessarily about who is better. Okay, um, I see this as the the Royal Guard being Ricky Steamboat, the Gamorian Guards being Hulk Hogan. Okay, the Crimson Guards might be more fucking polished and give you a better match, but the Gamorian Guard right now is what's hot. You know, that's what's in. If we're going based on that, then I got to go with the Gamorian Guard. But on a personal level, you know, I'm always going to take the more elite, better trained, more disciplined uh, soldier, fighter. So on a personal level, I'm going to go with the Royal Guard. Okay. The Royal Guard final I, answer? I, I, I still don't know what his pick is. <laughs> yeah, I know me either. That's what I'm asking. Royal Guard final answer? Oh, my, my final <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm on the spot. <laughs> do you do you, do you, it, need, do you need a lifeline here? Even a full episode for him to get back and do his old tricks. I love it. <laughs> hey man, you know these are called Sith mind tricks. All right, I'm gonna go with the Crimson Guard. Okay, the Royal Guard. All right, cool. Um, Doc, you want to go? Or you want me to go? I'll go. Um, I love bacon. Uh, Gamorian guards. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, uh, Spirit, do you know what's green and smells like pork? What? Kermit the Frog's finger. <laughs> Beautiful. Spiro made a lot of good points. Um, you know, in in canon, oh, true shit. canon, the the Royal Guards really haven't done a fucking thing. I think that, like you said, Pop, that would make a fantastic show if they actually pulled it out. Um, that's what she said. She said, um, "That's what I do all the time." And they sh- really should be doing things like this. You know, giving not in the plane. Not in the plane, Alex. <laughs> my eye. these amazing looking visually pleasing characters who don't have a really rich backstory a good backstory um we've seen a lot more of the gaborians this you know this this last couple of months in the book of boba they really haven't done a ton of shit you know one of them got got a got a trap bit off by a black chrysanthemum over there which i thought was hilarious um he should have had some lettuce and tomato with that um <laughs> He's the and, MVP uh, of the show, though. But he on. is the MVP of the show. And uh, I've watched um, uh, Return of the Jedi again with, with, with my son Grayson. And hear, hearing the squeal of the, of the Gamorrean guard as he's getting picked up and chewed on by the Rancors it's awesome. is one of the better uh, moments of Star Wars. <laughs> um, but if I'm going with, I'm going to go with those who I want watching my back, and it's going to be the Royal Guards. Nice. I'm going to go with the Gamorrean guards. I loved them as a child. It has to be different, you know? No, it's not going to be different. I loved them as a child. I loved their fucking wet snouts. I love the fact that they tried to step to Luke Skywalker and got choked the fuck out. Um, I, I like the squeal. Look, you know man, what I'm saying? Every, every real man at some point during the week has a wet snout. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, and there's the name of the episode. But... <laughs> wet snout. Yes, now. Yes. Uh, so, uh, damn, I fucking miss you, Spiro. Uh, it's good to be back, the three of us together. It is, man. Um, T, uh, the uh, the Gamorrean guards, just something about them. I just love the fact that they're a bunch of fucking warthog pigs, uh, fat fucks, and <laughs> I'm not even touching. I'm not even touching base on on, on the the current different versions, but the fact that you know 
<laughs> one of them squealing like a little piggy all the way home, and their friends, his boys, two seconds ago, are laughing at him while he's getting chopped on by the rancor. It just makes me laugh, dude. I just love it. Um, <laughs> because it's, it's not them. That's the reason. For it. <laughs> um, look, the Imperial Guards, they look dope. They have always looked dope, and um, they just didn't do anything. They're like the Knights of Ren. They looked dope, but did nothing. <laughs> you know? So... I can't pick them. Um, they don't even have any lines. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Just like the Knights of Ren. So, not even Coke lines. Nothing. The nothing. Knights of Ren did more than they did, actually. Don't yeah, forget. actually, yeah. That's true. a sad point. Very true. Um, so, you know, I'm going to just the main reason. Just it, it's the Gamorrean guards for me. They just do it more for me. That's more Star Wars for me. So, uh, that's my pick. But, ladies Question. and gentlemen. Question, yeah. sorry, before we uh, change uh, t- topics, were they or were any of them, because I, I thought I read this, were any of them Force-sensitive? The Gamorreans? No, the uh, the other guards. The, oh. The Royal Guards. No, I don't think so. You sure? Yeah. I don't know why. I, th- I thought Maybe I Maybe in that read... comic book, the Dark Horse comic book? Uh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think there it was. I don't okay. know. It might have been that. Or, were they, or was it the? Uh, I remember seeing this on the, on the newsstand, and I thought it was a cool, cool uh, visual. The cover of the comic books had like people in red and black armor. So I don't know if it was imperial armor, but they had white lightsabers, and it, it was a dark horse Star Wars comic. So I thought it looked badass. So it's the first time I ever seen a white saber. Um, so maybe that's it. I don't know, but uh, like I was saying. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you guys want to chime in on this next week? We'll still talk about it, or any future topic that we or or, or who's more over topic or segment. Just email us, you stupid fucks. Newforceorder at yahoo.com. Uh, so moving along, what do you guys think is going to happen next episode of Bo- Book of Boba Fett? Uh, Boba and Mando going to hook up together, that's for sure. It's going to be Brokeback Mountain style. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, you think shit holding the camera. <laughs> it's, it's my chain code. <laughs> <laughs> you think as he's plowing him, he's going, I am Boba Fett. I am Boba Fett. Oh, Take no. off your helmet while I show you mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, any other things you guys want to touch base on? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, Doc, look what I picked up. Oh, the boba, the, the little, uh, is that vinyl? Bank. Yeah, it's a vinyl bank. I got it. 20 bucks, dude. It That's goes with cool. my Vader one. It's dope. Anyway. Uh, how about you, Spiro? You've been gone. You want to talk about something? <sighs> what is there to talk about, man? I've just been... Reading articles, looking at what's going on, no, catching seriously. up on Boba. What? You weren't reading no fucking articles. Come on. Yeah, it was, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you telling me that I did not display proper knowledge of all the Of course the you did. We we Listen, busting your balls. Relax. Uh, so, what, what are your takes on Danny Trejo being in fucking Book of Boba Fett? That pop you? Let me tell you something, man. If we're gonna if if we're gonna have a stereotypical Brooklyn night, why not have a fucking Ch- Chicano too, man? I mean, you know. Okay. 
I mean, I, I'm a fan. Chicano. You know, I, I, you know, I'm a fan. Uh, I thought it, it was cool to see him in a Star Wars. I mean, you know, but I, again, it's like I don't understand. It's like in in almost every sci-fi property, there's always that one person that sounds like they're from fucking Bay Ridge and shit or something. Why? So who's the guy that sounds like from Bay Ridge and Brooke above that? Fucking the that that girl from from Mel's diner and shit. Pelimoto. You know the, the the mechanic. Oh, oh, Pelimoto. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and diner. you know, kiss my grits. Nothing, nothing. You showed your age with that one, son. Yeah, nothing. Again, I know I'm fucking ancient, man. You know, nothing against her. I mean, you know, I think that her character's cool. She's great, but it's, no, Amy Sedaris. I think so. But but it's like now he likes her. But the, <laughs> but the you know the, the guy Bob Costas, he's Greek too. <laughs> you know this guy? No, but it's like, do they ask these people to like turn it up and shit? Like it's, it's like, yeah, I need you to talk with an even thicker accent and shit. It's like I don't know, man. I don't know, but I tell you one thing, Bryce Dallas Howard did a great job directing the last episode. Yes, she right? did. And yes, uh, they should give her a lot of shit more to do with fucking Star yeah. Wars. Whether it's a star, I, or film or a series, I want to see her take over Solo 2 or yeah. her and her dad doing it together. Um, this episode yeah. is written, co-written with um, Filoni and Favreau co-written, co-wrote episode 6. So they're saying that Favreau is the one who's directing it. So there's rumors that Cad Bane's showing up in live action. Um, that that needs to fucking happen. He might be the one who fucking shows up at the Pikes, or maybe Boba hires him because they need to get more muscle. Because you know, Mando's not going straight there. He has to go see his friend first. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll get some Bosk, little IG eighty eight. You think uh, it's gonna happen like to like the last episode of Mando where they all at, at the end they all come together with the whole crew? Could be. I hope it's not the last episode. I'd like to see him for a lot longer. Supposedly, Han's going to be in the last episode, so we might even see a baby fucking Ben Solo. Who knows? Hmm. Wah. <laughs> Shut up, you little bastard. Yeah. Chewie. Trying to fuck your mother here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying oh. to, I'm trying to tame her scruffy nerd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her, her kiss. Jesus. Um. We, we did we did get to put to rest uh, a 40 plus year old um mystery which elaborate please elaborate please what what was that structure that the, our heroes in a new hope used to 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 press the doors open when they were in the trash compactor oh yeah yes what the jawas what the jawas yes. got for did uh, to put inside the ship yes, yes 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 i saw it i'm like that looks familiar and then it was brought to my attention. I went, "Oh shit, that's right. That's deep cut right there. That's I, that's I, how I you really know it's good Star Wars." Oh, I love it too. Yo, what about what about the fact that the the mechanic had an affair with a Jawa, and she described them as furry? Yeah. So so now in canon, they they are furry creatures then. That and also we saw uh, a womp rat. That was the thing that was attacking her. Right, Luke Skywalker used to right, shoot right. his T sixteen. Yeah, we saw Beggar's Canyon, and yep. we saw we saw parts of the prequel uh, when he was flying um, 
the uh, the spaceship through Beggar's Canyon and, and the part where the ramp was, uh, where uh, I guess Sebulba hit uh, Anakin as they were pod racing. It would, the, the debris was still there. It was still damaged all those yeah. years later. So I thought yeah, that was pretty cool. I didn't even notice that. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Little little tiny things like that matter. Yeah. And uh, who knows, man? Uh, maybe we'll see Cobb Vant this episode. Who knows? I have no idea who's going to show up. I just hope people do show up. And I really hope these last two episodes are over an hour each and not like 33 minutes. Be speaking of over, sorry. You know what? No, no. Actually, yes. Speaking of over, I just want to say one thing. Um, what the fuck's his name? Chrysanthemum. What the fuck? Black Chrysanthemum. Black Black Chrysanthemum. Okay, sure. Black. Yes, I see. BK. You know, I think he. I think that motherfucker is super over. Oh fuck yeah, he's the MVP, bro. That motherfucker is mega over. Next week, Chewbacca versus Black Chrysanthemum, and who's more over? In the main event. Ah, damn. We, we got to go for it, man. Gotta All right, let's it. do it. Let's uh, do it. You heard it here first. Chris Ant. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and where do you guys think they're going with this fucking ship, man? The new ship. The fucking... Uh... I think he's going to use it just to go see Grogu and something's going to happen and he'll get a fucking Razor Crest or another ship. There's no... Unless Boba Fett dies and he takes over Slave 1. Wizard. Hmm. Ha, pop. <laughs> That's so wizard. <laughs> um, which is a, which is in a line that what's his name used in episode one? Anakin, mm-hmm. or or was it uh, the Indian kid who said it to Anakin? I don't remember. Um, can can we say Indian? Oh, he was Indian, I guess. I don't know. He was um, a Native American. What kind Indian. of Indian? Red dot, not feather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um that's from a Jay Z song, people. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So funny. Uh, it's still funny. Um, <laughs> oh, oh god. Um, how many guests did you say were gonna come on? <laughs> Not anymore. No, right? Not anymore. <laughs> oh. Um. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Anything else, guys? Before we take it on. There's no list this week. There's no 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 funky tweets from Micro Animal. Nothing. I don't want to end this show because we're never gonna get Spiro back on again. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Oh God. Oh fuck. Well, I gotta say, man. You know, these guys' man man caves are are looking awesome, man. You know, I, I'm seeing more more items that that I haven't seen before. Amazing. You know, if you could tell, my office has turned into a fucking daddy day fucking care here and shit, you know. I, I got a nice cage here to to keep my fucking savage son in, you know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, I'm thinking about getting a, a rancor to throw in there, but uh, I'm not sure yet, you know. Well, well you might be able to find a good, uh, a good, uh, uh, Vato to fucking help train him. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely can. Get one of the bus boys from uh, Alpine. They'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Oh yeah. Oh god, tremendous. All right, guys, fuck it. We're not going to kill any more air. Let's take it home. You could find me at Doctor Dr. Dr. Destroyo. D S T. 
R-O-Y-O Instagram, Alex Roy on D Twitter, Alex Roy on Facebook. Guys, um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, pissing people off, offending people. Uh, but it's private. Just look up Spiro. I'm sure I'll pop up with the extra long Greek last name on Instagram. The rational one, uh, the rational underscore one, one spelled with a zero. You could find me at Greek God Papadon on Twitter, Instagram, and Getter. Uh, Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. Greek God Papadon is a YouTube channel. We go see matches and promos. I just uploaded a few. Uh, Pro Wrestling T slash Greek God Papadon is the Pro Wrestling T store. You go eat GGP t shirts. This Saturday, uh, I will be in Virginia. Uh, Virginia. I'll be at Virginia Championship Wrestling defending my VCW US Liberty Championship against a masked wrestler who goes by the name of The Boar. So, uh, the Gamorian Guard? Yeah, the Gamorian Guard. It's boar hunting season, boys. Um, so I'm bringing my Remington down there and my fucking Colt 45 and I'm gonna fucking shoot some people. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2022 you're gonna get canceled careful yeah it's okay cancel me from what sue me for what um anyway um we will we will remove our podcast from fucking spotify and shit you know, <laughs> give me a fucking break dude i was talking to a buddy of mine uh who's big into music and he told me the following he's like dude um he, he was telling me that neil young just dropped an album right uh, he says that he, rec- he he had a record come out um, last week and no one paid attention to it. He goes, there you go. Can you say this was a little bit of a publicity stunt on his part just to get people talking about him? Uh, he goes, he hasn't taken his music off YouTube. Um, and the fact that he hasn't just goes to show you that, he, you know, this is all a publicity stuff by him to get people talking. He goes, he doesn't know if it's a marketing genius or it's just cheap gimmick i said it's cheap gimmick or the fucking guy has been around forever he's a fucking seasoned vet you don't need to do this but whatever yeah you know what i'm saying the same guy who has a song that i think is called rockin free yeah free what yeah <laughs> um did you guys hear that uh also they want to take their music off of uh spotify randy watson from sexual Ooh. chocolate <laughs> Oh, Randy Watson. <laughs> he just pulled his music off Spotify. so glow. <laughs> I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. And Reverend Brown. Three years for the Reverend. This man's been my Reverend. Since I was a little boy, and I love him dearly. You're a very special man. Reverend Brown. Reverend Brown. It feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful art. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And um, while you're in the clapping mood, I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> Sexual oh. Chocolate. Oh, good. Good and terrible. Anyhow. All right, people. That's been a wrap. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Hopefully we enlightened you. We entertained you. Uh, when you get the three of us together, it's always going to end up as a shit show, but a funny shit show. So hopefully, you know, we made your day a little bit better. That's our goal, to get 
Star Wars more over with you and not ourselves more over on the expense of Star Wars. This has been another exciting, action-packed, three-man booth stacked edition of the new Force Order for life. And that's just too sweet. Henceforth, execute Order NF. Sexual chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. Some of the good stuff, right? Coming up. Want a Coke? Join the show? <laughs> Enjoy, young man. I decided long ago never to walk in any one shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest. Love of all inside of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy chocolate. Sexy chocolate. God damn that boy can sing. You must be crazy. He good. You must be crazy. Put your hands together for Mr. Randy Watson. Yeah, one more time, Randy Watson, how about it? <laughs>